0: the Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hamlin, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know every Tuesday and Friday morning. Oh, hey, good morning on today's episode. Can you guess if I've had coffee or not prior to? Yeah, uh, I'll leave you guessing on that one. Uh, happy to report Rob, <laughs> I've had a full amount of sleep thanks so much for your lovely message. So appreciated. Hope to see you and Joni real soon. Uh, what I am seeing is what I thought looked like a bit of low-lying smoke, hey, in the valley on the webcams, but air quality still recorded at a level one here. But uh, I was just talking about it, hey, the other day, how lucky we've been so far. I know I'm not trying to drink, it, but touch wood on uh, you know how little smoke we've had on such a record of smoky, uh, you a wildfire season up north in BC. So, yeah, that fire uh, at Casper Creek there just by Anderson Lake with an evacuation order in place too for several uh area several communities and cabins there like uh yeah, now 250 hectares, hey? Yeah, wow. Whew. So, it doesn't appear to be too smoky. It's a uh, bluebird day on the Duffy gorgeous there. And temperatures-wise on the mountain, like really calm winds, we're talking oh, eight degrees in the high alpine, like at the peak of Whistler and it's at the Horseman Hut as well. So a great day for hiking. Man, those wildflowers are so good right now. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm trying to make the most of it, so I hope you are too. But in the valley, like 10 degrees, well, let's call it 13 degrees right now, looking for a high of potentially much like yesterday, like 25 degrees, with a 40% chance of showers threatening according to the government website, maybe a 30% chance. That's due to the potential for a thunderstorm mostly this evening. Yeah. And sunset tonight, hey? Oh, almost back into the eights. So make the most of it. One minute past nine is sunset tonight. I know, and then sunrise was at thirty-five minutes past five this morning. That's not when I woke up, which was awesome. But then through the weekend, weather-wise, we're going to have like uh, a somewhat mainly cloudy day forecast for tomorrow for Joyride, which uh, well could be tough for photographic lighting. Could be nice for not you know squinting at airborne competitors tomorrow. But yeah, high of just twenty-three degrees and a, a kind of overcast, cloudy day forecast for tomorrow. Hmm. Cool as well and. On Sunday at 22 degrees with a mix of sun and cloud, but man, when the sun pokes through, it's hot, huh? Wednesday was due to be well, the other day it kind of cleared. I came out of my work shift and boom, it was toasty. So, uh, yeah, 22 degrees forecast for Sunday, along with 24 on Monday at this point and a sunny day, but due to potentially drop down to just nine degrees overnight uh, coming into dawn on Sunday. Yeah, otherwise 12 degrees, 10, that kind of thing, 13 degrees with clear evenings coming coming up. Uh, uh the latter part of the weekend yeah and here's a record breaker for you did you know that on this day in 2009 in Whistler, its hottest temperature was recorded for the state yeah july 28th 36.6 degrees there you go oh no. Mm-hmm. but how about that rain on monday tuesday hey haha oh, i did some crafting yeah uh after having to cancel um uh, yeah some plans for well, due to the rain but hey great news for bike trails Oh yeah, I'm sure you've read a lot of the reports on Trail Forks, but I'll give you a summary on a couple of them because salted caramel, whipped cream, cherry on top, green jello, all reported to be very tasty after the recent rain. Love that. Dark Crystal 2, just as of yesterday, noted that the rots and roots were slick. Rots and hello, roots and rocks <laughs> were slick, but the dirt is prime right now. And obviously that rain making a big difference to the dusty conditions in the bike park too. But uh whew, I had a good conversation with Adrienne Laurent. He was king of crankworks back in 2017. Good buddy, on Tuesday. And you know, I hoping to get him on the podcast actually into the local lounge, but he's got a packed schedule. We'll see. Yeah, uh, some really interesting perspective, I think you want to hear. But anyway, son of G- Mr. Green Jeans uh, has a report that a few of the planks on the South Bridge are wearing away with a few exposed nails, most likely from bikes coming off that section of the bridge. So apparently that could use a few replacement planks. Yeah, but Hay Bud has had its bridge been fixed just a couple days ago. Out there as well, along as High Hopes and running great after the rain. But heads up that big timber hay is going. Going to be closed soon. Oh yeah, you've only got a few more days to write it. Fuel thinning works are going to be happening. It's going to be closed from July 31st, I know, up until September 8th. Yeah, so I want to let you know that. Also as well, a heads up from yesterday on Million Dollar. Mm -hmm. A heads up that somebody stopped on one corner just after the opening at the ski run and they must have disturbed a wasp nest. They got swarmed and stung several times. After Dan Raymond's report from Walker, yeah, it's uh, uh, wasp season, so be extra cautious for that, you know. Do you have antihistamines in your first aid kit? I know, good to know, good to have. Speaking of Walker, they have their trail day coming up. I know, one of the first in a long time, uh, which uh, which, thankfully, due to the rain as well, is going to be happening on the morning of this Sunday. And the deadline to register is, uh, yeah, uh, looming. So make sure you do register in advance. That's, uh, let's see, what time is that in the day? Yeah, it's like early, 9 a.m. till 12. And lots happening there, what with it being... um, a recipient Walker being a recipient of that Fox factory trail grant of 20,000 us dollars to help with flashback one, to modify it, to make it suitable for adaptive mountain bikers. I know. So awesome. So that trail night is coming. A trail morning is coming up this Sunday. Yeah. Uh, what else is coming up this weekend? Tons of awesomeness. Although wasn't awesome for my friend, very talented filmmaker Lou Curry. You can find her as DondeLab online. She experienced an emergency stop actually yesterday on the Peak to Peak, which I've had a couple stops in my time, but never an emergency stop. That must have been <laughs> something else that was on the Peak to Peak yesterday. And if you do have other plans and you're trying to do some sightseeing, do make sure you plan accordingly, especially with lightning potentially in the forecast. But I'm loving the fact the mountaintop feast gives us later access and a later download time on Fridays Saturdays Sundays a really awesome opportunity to enjoy those beautiful alpine colors you know on the horizon later on in the day because just I miss sunsets you know being in the valley you really do miss out on that color and that's a wonderful thing to do you know enjoy the uh, the hiking then at that mountaintop feast which I'll report back on in a couple weeks actually but yeah that's happening operationally. Wise, But operations-wise, too, a couple of things to note for roadworks. There, there was some roadworks happening on Montebello the other day, hey? Yeah, um, which might well affect your drive. But some tree pruning happening in and around Lions Bay with a left lane blockage northbound today. That might well affect people's drive and commute. Or well, I say commute, drive uh, to Whistler today, too. And it's going to be busy. Traffic's going to be busy today. Incoming for Joyride. And, of course, Joyride tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow the flagship event of crankworks it means a couple things for traffic uh yeah day lots they're gonna be full early especially with day lot two still being occupied by uh crankworks vendors and uh Um, partners so there will be a shuttle bus hey there is free parking lot six and seven and Excalibur gondola is not going to be running but there will be a free shuttle bus actually that takes guests from lot six down to the base of Whistler for joyride tomorrow which is huge for parking so yeah plan accordingly. the bike valet at Whistler Olympic Plaza will have extended hours too of course the free transit on weekends continues as well but yeah I really recommend biking in or bussing that way you can enjoy a couple bevvies. As well, because mm-hmm. yeah, uh, parking is going to be, uh, as my dad would say, rare as rockin' or shit. <clears throat> Excuse me. So yeah, great phrase, cheers, Dad. But uh, other things to note as well, logistically, too the the portion of the Lost Lake Loop Trail is going to be closed due to that toad migration. But the road access to Lost Lake does remain closed. And that Lost Lake shuttle that has been operating the free Lost Lake shuttle, the number six. Wait, is it six now or eight? Uh, is it's not even a number, but the shuttle is now taking people to Lakeside Park in the interim. So, yeah, coming up on Wednesday, there is also another uh, transit. Um, uh, modification and this is for ro- buses heading northbound through Creekside due to some uh, construction that's going to be happening on London Lane and Lake Placid Road. All buses heading through Creekside, they won't be coming into Creekside they'll be going from the Route 10 stop, you know where that is, just uh, by the underpass there, on the top section of the road however. Yeah um, so all buses will be going from there through right through through the day up until like 10pm so FYI on that one, that's coming up Wednesday but I'll let you know as we get nearer that time there too. And I want to let you know, too, I'll give you a major heads up on MetaPark Sports Center. Hey, it's going to be closing the pool that is from August 21st, re- reopening on September 28th. So, well over a month this time. And then the entire facility is going to be closed from August 26th. That's a Monday. Reopening Tuesday, September 5th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. FYI, put that on your radar now. I know. Also on your radar, the ukulele strum along that's happening at the library tonight. Yeah, at 5 p.m. actually. I believe they still have space, which is quite rare for them. Mm-hmm. And then coming up at the library too on the 31st, well, no, it's it says that their in-community person book club is happening, but they didn't have a date for July. So for August 28th, that's the next in-person meetup of the community book club. And they're going to be discussing Sylvain Nouvelle a history of what comes next and if you can't get a copy of that at the library remember you can mention the book club and receive 15% off at Armchair Books yeah Ah. Oh what else to let you know about tons of music options this weekend to what with well yeah let's not uh, forget that tonight you have uh, Apple hits with cat madden and introduce wolves they have a busy weekend actually because they're playing again on sunday i'll tell you that shortly but they are playing at apre apre tonight and that's going to be a hell of a, a hell of an evening yeah uh, along with another night at garth's what with um Sives and cast and salors Playing. Yeah, Custom Salaws being um, snowboarder, Mark Salaws' brother. Yeah, so it's a monster energy night at Garth's tonight. Siv's really enjoyed her set at Base Coast. So a few of us are heading on down <laughs> underground. That's been a while. Uh, yeah, that's happening tonight. I hope everybody had an amazing time at the ski tour fundraiser that happened with Via Pink Bike on Wednesday. Look like... ah such a boogie so bummed to miss it but uh always love seeing tim and dave but yeah look like a hell of a night you can't have them all hey you always have a bit of FOMO, and I had some FOMO yesterday too. I had to work and therefore miss the majority of Dirt Diaries. I rushed over to catch the winner and was stoked to see Kelsey Tove's edit. Wow, so creative, Kelsey! Uh, yeah, phenomenal um, edit. And O'Had oh near took second, along with Chris Dantas taking third. Really hoping that all of those films uh, make their way online soon, so that I can uh, so I can watch them. Yeah. And a huge shout out, too, to Brenda McLennan, who won Deep Summer, Squamish-based photographer. He won Deep Summer on Tuesday. Yeah, and a lot of people still uh, made it out uh, to watch those shows in the rain. Ah, no, it was raining, but hey, good news for, buyer, yeah, bike trails now, right? yeah so live music wise oh boy where to start how about the fact that like I said Introduce Wolves are also playing this Sunday they are going to be playing at Rebagliati Park at 1pm on Sunday much like Steven Vogler Vogler and the West Coast Front played last week so 1 to 3 you can catch Introduce Wolves at Rebagliati Park and then at 3pm you have some very talented musicians at the Point Artist Centre yeah two very talented musicians uh, Pemerton Bay's. Austin Ross you may have seen his some of his paragliding vids yeah amongst other enterprises but yes Lil Waltz slide blues guitarist Archie Peters is also going to be playing as well and that's three to six yeah this Sunday with Red Chair playing at the Dublin Gate at like 9 10 p.m. so music's uh, yes, Sunday is stacked, hella stacked. You've got Ruckus Deluxe playing this weekend, however, at uh, the Dublin Gate tonight, tomorrow night, along with Pat Mike, uh playing there on Monday too. So, uh, yeah, and that's not the only music. You've got live musicians playing at the Mountaintop Feast too at the Roundhouse there, uh, along with, uh, oh, other options I'm really sad to miss. But if I've missed them, uh, I do want to let you know, I'm, have you seen the lineup yet for art on the lake yeah coming up on august 10th and 11th they've released their schedule like you've got it's banging live music from the last reminisced heroes the hair farmers soul tide red chair and then music therapy on friday along with the railtown prophets little earthquakes brother twang and stacked with artists too like uh, brianie Deek, dave petko kate Cecil, and many other names uh yeah I have to keep this podcast a little short and listenable. (laughs) By the way, Lucinda, so good to uh, chat with you yesterday. Uh, It really made me laugh when you told me your boyfriend likes to listen to the podcast, particularly in the winter. He's like, yeah, she talks for like 10 minutes without taking a breath and you get all the info you need. (laughs) I'm trying to remember to breathe. Uh yeah. <laughs> so Art on the Lake coming up, along with, you know, the Flagstop Arts Festival. Yeah, coming up just about the same week. Let me bring up my tab here. Da-da-da. I have a, yeah, it's coming up on the, it's the 12th annual Flagstop Theatre and Arts Festival and it returns August 8th and then, yeah, alongside uh, Art on the Lake as well. So uh, yeah, lots happening, like Bruce Coburn is going to be at Olympic Plaza on August 10th, so there'll be a bit of break in programming there, but lots happening. Uh, So make sure you check out that programming. I will nearer the date for sure. Also and hope everybody had an awesome time at the Coast Mountain Toonie yesterday. I know so much happening. What with dirt diaries too, but also happening with via Arts Whistler at the Maury Young Arts Center through August is going to be a series of Indigenous-led events. Um, well, yeah, via Amham, which celebrates the indigenous arts and knowledge here. And they've got part one on August 2nd, which is just next week, just next Thursday. And it's about the creation story and it's the teachings of Bimad Zid or to walk gently with James Darren Corbier and uh, yeah coming up on August 2nd so we'll talk more about that next week but I'll put that on your uh, on your calendar on your dial now also a uh, there's a new uh, social media uh, kind of programming from Whistle Community Services hey yeah they're doing uh, a weekly update and they posted just one yesterday like did you know 250 community members turned up to their 34th birthday party yeah along with the fact that they, the Whistle Food Bank now has a bulk section. Those are some highlights on there, but again, more information on their Insta Instagram account. And it's Crankworks Day. Uh, day, what is it now? Seven, I guess having kicked off last Friday, you've got the Speed and Style event event happening today. Yeah, what with the whip-offs yesterday, that looked mega. Uh, And there's also somebody online by the way, on the Whistler Summer page, who took a bunch of photos of people competing during the whip-offs. Maybe you'll see yourself or a friend, he's happy to get them to you, but Red Bull uh, the Joyride training happening today too, but also Whistler Olympic Plaza, Uh, the world premiere of Nothing's For Free. That's presented by Outside and pink bike at Whistler Olympic Plaza at like 8pm right through until sort of 10. That's the world premiere happening Today, yeah, oh, I know tons, tons happening. Also, I, I'm really excited to hear this from uh, George Scupus of Brother Twang. George, we need to chat. Oh my gosh, your uh, the release of your newest solo album, Quietly Raging, coming out in the next week or so entirely instrumental. You say it's got quite a cinematic feel, a very different affair from what you do in Brother Twang. Cool, um, yeah, I, I really look forward to hearing it and chatting about it. So uh let's bump our heads together ASAP. Uh, hmm, please. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, and I'm wondering who this person is. Some, I'm sure you've seen this post on Whistler Summer. A few hundred, couple hundred people have. Apparently somebody... Uh, took time out of the day to drive their visiting and disoriented father from his walkabout in Function Junction the other day. Uh, That is be vocal about a local worthy. If you know who this person is, Kevin Ellis reached out a heartfelt thank you, you know, to um, the member of the community that helped his father when he was in need there. And uh, I don't know who it is. No name mentioned. But if you know who that was, then get at me. Let me know at whistlepulse at gmail.com and we'll get them some coast mountain brews and some goggles. Soxwag just for being awesome. Yeah. Speaking of awesome, here's some uh, awesome people who were born today, who were born in town. uh, Not in town, sorry, who've made their way through Whistler at one point or another. Laura Coverdale's birthday today. Happy birthday, Laura. Along with Ginger McIntyre's. She actually... Grew up in town. Happy birthday, Ginger. <laughs> Rory Porter's birthday. I know a lot of you know Rory. Tom Rapson, too. Hannah Kitchen. Colin D. Watt. And MJ Britnell Whitnells as well. Hey, Mike. <laughs> happy birthday. Uh, yeah, more coming up, too. Like, Yusta Yescovis tomorrow. Oh, happy birthday, Yusta. Yeah, you take such wonderful photos. Along with Jazz's birthday, too. Jay Lewis. Uh, Jazz, yeah, her birthday coming up. Liam Grenier's, too. And... Samantha Jenkins your birthday's coming up next week too don't worry I'm gonna give you a shout out on the day because I'm gonna give you some throwback facts brought to you by the one and only stinkies on the stroll yeah that's uh, I think where my official uh, uh, joyride after party is gonna be <laughs> uh see you soon stink yeah uh on this day in 1945 this fact blew me away Betty Lou Oliver, okay, she suffered, She sorry, survived falling 75 stories uh, in the U.S., at uh, the Empire State Building. Yeah, this was after fog caused a U.S. bomber plane to crash into the building. So on this day in 1945, it broke the cable supporting the elevator. She was operating it at the time. And that remains a world record for the longest survived elevator fall. 75 stories. Wow, I'll let you uh, chew on that. That's gnarly. I used to love the Tower of Terror at Disneyland. What a ride. That, however, something else. Uh, it was on this day in 1973, though, you know, that uh, the Grateful Dead, um, the band, the Allman Brothers Band, they played in New York. It was at the time the largest attended festival, pop festival, I guess, audience, if you call it pop. It's not. But 600,000 people were there, hey? Yeah. On this day in 1914, also in New York, it was on uh, the New Amsterdam garden, r- like roof garden, uh, the foxtrot was danced. Yeah, by Harry Fox, no less. Mmm. Oh, I'm not done yet. In 1969, police in Moscow reported that thousands of public phone booths had been vandalized. That was after thieves were stealing parts of the phones to actually convert their acoustic guitars to electric. (laughs) Yeah, it was after a feature in a Russian youth magazine had shown details on how to do it. True fact. Happened on this day in 1969. And then a few years later, 1979, uh, I Don't Like Mondays by the Boontown Rats was number one. Uh, skip ahead another decade, 1987, Kylie Minogue's debut single, The Locomotion, was released on this day. I know, now you know. Oh, did you like that pharaoh joke? Oh, okay, good, I loved it. But uh, what with... Being really excited to see Oppenheimer, despite the logistic uh, puzzle there with having to go down to see it in IMAX at Park Royal, whatever. I got in line to watch it around lunchtime, but then I realized, you know, it's three hours long and I was so hungry. So I went to the barbecue, uh, the barbecue instead. Kind of reads better that one, doesn't it? Oh, oh, come on! It was good. Uh, today's track of the day, not Barbie related. It is actually from Beck and Phoenix. So a couple of heavy hitters here with their latest collab, Odyssey. Uh, a new track from them that I'm digging. Yeah. Um, I hope you do too it's track of the day not too much to say about it but two heavy hitters there with a collab Phoenix having not produced uh, much uh, yeah uh, back on the new music train which is super good and exciting to see so I hope you dig that track and I will reveal that I cannot believe it but uh, I haven't had coffee yet no I'm about to have one from bread in like half an hour so you have yourself a wonderful weekend and I'll chat to you afterwards I will see you out and about for sure say hi (laughs) The Whistle Pulse podcast is here for you every Tuesday and Friday morning in the summer at around 8.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Strolling down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.